0: Hello, everybody. We are live, finally. This is That One Podcast. So, today we're going to be talking about the good doctor.
1: I'm glad to be back with you, Noah. I'm Amy. We are continuing our discussion around network television. And of course, we, uh, as promised, are talking about the good doctor. The good doctor. So where to start? I mean, I guess the first thing to just acknowledge is that uh we've been watching The Good Doctor from the beginning. Yes. We originally watched it as a family and uh that was kind of an impressive feat because uh your dad doesn't really love he doesn't like medical, medical shows, shows at all. At all. Uh, but yes. he agreed to watch and he did last the whole first season of The Good Doctor because he was intrigued by the premise, as I think we all were, right? Yeah. What's interesting about that is he dropped off for the second season because he felt like it didn't have anywhere to really go. He knew Sean's story, and I guess uh, that's a good place to start. Is, is Sean's story continuing to evolve, change? Are we, are we interested? What do, what do you think?
0: I definitely feel like we could be interested in Sean's story if they put a little bit more into it.
1: What do you mean more? Like, What do you want to know more about?
0: Like, they, like, more like what his later childhood was like. Ooh. Where did he go after the bus incident with the brother? Like, where, you know, where, what happened after that?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I will say um, that is part of what I find the most interesting about The Good Doctor and part of what I'm still curious about. I really think that the most interesting relationship is obviously the Glassman um, Sean relationship. And I wanna know like what their early relationship was like and how he came to be a support for Sean and how that came together. We we don't know a ton about that.
0: We don't. And I know he brought his bunny to him. <laughs> was declared dead on sight. No right, ner- we know the no neural work it. going on there.
1: <laughs> um it, it brings us to the current season. I will say one of the things I've been a little anxious about is the prospect of Glassman leaving. I don't think that's good for Sean, and I don't think it's good for the viewers of The Good Doctor. To me, Glassman is part of Glassman, right? Glassy, Gl- Glassy, yeah, he's part of the heart of the show
0: for sure. Of course, definitely, it definitely is. He definitely is part of the show, and a big part of the show. And I don't think many people would watch if he was gone.
1: So, um, another relationship, if you don't mind me transitioning, um, Sean and Leah. Um, we're up to date right now, and um, the show yes. is taking a winter hiatus, I think, or certainly a break for the holidays. But um, there's some question about will Sean and Leah get married, won't they? I'm curious about that. I've, I've got to go back earlier than that, though. I, I, I feel like the character of Leah has really deviated from what she was supposed to be. I, I think when she and Sean met and they were living next door to each other, What was appealing about Leah was she was a free spirit and she was, uh, like, very creative and, like, really spontaneous. And to me, Leah has changed and I'm not sure in a great way. And I guess the question is, did Sean change her?
0: uh, What do you think? I definitely feel like Sean changed her, but she also changed for herself. And I feel like they were never going to have that baby because the storyline there was just oh, we're pregnant. No discussion about keeping the baby. Just oh, Sean's like, okay, guess I'm guess I'm gonna be a father now, but <laughs> I'm a dad. That doesn't that wouldn't really suit him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I I guess Leah could have just changed on her own and just gotten more mature she's gotten more serious jobs, clearly she works in healthcare now and in i t and maybe that's a different environment although um, I mean their portrayal of getting more mature i mean leah's now like she's kind of conservative she's often anxious she's i uh, i'm uncomfortable with some aspects of their relationship. I feel like she Um, Wants to be supportive of Sean, but sometimes she sort of infantilizes him a little bit.
0: I agree. And
1: I don't know if that's an awesome thing. I really liked when Sean was with that pathologist. That was awesome. What did you think of that?
0: I liked it. And really exploring in the beginning, like Sean's sex life. That was interesting.
1: <laughs> it was interesting around like being touched and what he likes and what he doesn't. Right. Very true. Yeah. I mean, those are the elements where The Good Doctor is really like a little bit cutting edge. Like we don't, there's not a lot of shows about people with disabilities and exploring those kind of more private subjects. It's kind of cool.
0: I definitely agree.
1: So we've said goodbye to some characters over time, and um, some of them have been hard to let go of. I gotta, I gotta mention here most specifically Menendez, Menendez, Menendez.
0: and then, and then Claire at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, the last
1: Claire. Season. That was like, you know, she was like the heart, the like emotional for, balance to Sean. Sure. I miss her, for sure. And I really liked the Menendez character. I was sad yes. that they had to have him go, and also go so quickly. For okay. sure. Uh, what do you think of the remaining characters? Do you like the, uh, the doctor who's no longer a surgeon, but a super intense? I always forget her name. The blonde one?
0: Oh, her? I, I like her. Um, I don't think Salen is a very good n- new character
1: yeah i mean that just change, takes like hospital administration to a whole nother kind of weird level right yeah and i feel like she may be exploiting sean's uh um disability a little bit for sure For sure yeah for sure what like when you're thinking about all of the shows we watch and love to talk about like Are you super excited to watch The Good Doctor on Mondays? Or is it something you continue to be curious about and you'll keep up with? Um, Where where do you fall on that spectrum?
0: I mean, I'm very curious about it. Definitely there's some place for this show to go. Um, There are some really great shows that I love to watch. Like Grey's Anatomy, New Amsterdam. But it's one it's like one of the t- it's like probably like d tier like d tier d tier show no d tier like wanting to watch yikes i think
1: i hope the producers like, are taking note here d tier i feel like the first season Chicago or two it was like a little bit higher than that for sure it's we, I, I feel the same way. I know when we're discussing like how to prioritize our viewing, and obviously there's a lot to get to, right. we're like, yeah, I think we've watched everything else. Should we watch The Good Doctor? Right. Why do you think that is? Is, is the story not compelling enough? Or is the medical
0: aspects not? They definitely have very interesting cases in the show. That's where it can really get interesting. But... The characters' lives aren't fleshed out enough, really.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good observation. I feel the same way. I'm like, I, I, I think it's interesting, but I'm never tuning in because I'm, like, dying to know what's happening the way that I'm dying to know what's happening with some of our other shows. And I guess that's, that's really where, like, you've got to wonder about the future. Is it interesting enough to keep people engaged, but not necessarily, like, so compelling that you're dying to come back? I will say I'm curious to see if Sean and Leah will actually get married. So obviously I'll be tuning in in January, but I'm not going to be pining for it between now and
0: January. Right. Um, I feel like Grey's Anatomy does a really good job of like pushing a ton of patients through. So you're not really focusing on, on like one of the patients story.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you can be interested in multiple stories going on
0: like they're just like have like a case in the, so many cases in the ER every episode like one like trauma that comes in and there's there's definitely a lot to come out of that so one
1: So I know we only have about a minute left. I mean, we promised to come back and talk about other shows. As we've said, there are there are shows that are not D lists that are on our radar. Some of them we actually consider A list. What, what, what do you want to talk about the next time?
0: I'm going to, we're going to have to talk about, um, what should we talk about? I feel like we should talk about Grey's Anatomy and like all of the medical shows like that. Yeah.
1: All right. Grey's Anatomy it is because first of all, we, we need to tell our listeners about our history with Grey's Anatomy. I mean, we... We have really committed to it, and we, you in particular, Noah, know just like a massive amount right. about Grey's Anatomy. I think not only can we talk about where we are now and our overall perception of the show, but, I mean, I know you have a vast library of ideas about best episodes and most dramatic moments, and we're going to need more than one episode of this I can make,
0: I can make many, many, I can make like an hour, I think I can make like a few hour movie. <laughs> so we will really have to... Put some time off for that
1: one. All right. Well, our viewers should expect then perhaps a couple of different episodes devoted to yes. what we continue to think is the best. Is this too premature? Do we what? want to say this next podcast? Maybe the, the best, best medical, medical show ever. Yes. Grace Anatomy. Um, as always, I, uh, I love watching with you. I love talking about TV with you. We will continue to engage our viewers in good discussion about medical dramas and rescue Um, television, lots more topics to discuss. So if you have something you want to hear from us,
0: leave a voice memo and we'll play it on the show. Thank you. This has been That One Podcast.